Merry Pitchmas, everyone, and welcome to a bonus episode of our 12 Days of Pitchmas. I'm your Holly Jolly hostess, Paula. Yeah, hey, it's your old drinking buddy, J-Dobbs here. We put out 12 hours of content in 12 weekdays leading through Christmas, and we didn't even know we were doing this thing until after Thanksgiving, and that's crazy, and I feel like it's been a, a wild crash course for me in this genre. I thought I knew it. It really has been a journey back to Christmas, J-Dobbs. <laughs> a journey back to Christmas, which will take us 50 years into the future more than 50 years whatever it was 71 71 years because of the christmas comet i forgot yes i'll be enjoying my hoverboard no that was 2015 they're already out so i want to talk about some things we're just going to get you through the dog days of december here i know y'all got to catch up on your chores around the house do a little dishes some laundry maybe that's just me but it's definitely me and i like to listen to a podcast I, too, like to listen to a podcast when I'm doing both of our dishes because I'm the one who does the dishes. How dare you? I'm going to do so many dishes now that I'm on vacation. (laughs) Here's the thing. I'm looking at our list of episodes right now, and we did one, two, three, Christmas at the Palace, The Princess Witch, four. We did four out of 12 episodes that all took place with monarchies in in Mm -hmm. a a palace. Mm -hmm. Um, In fake European countries. In fake European countries. Absolutely. It wasn't even. And I'm kind of fascinated by it because I'm American and I'm a boy. I'm a gross heteronormative boy who doesn't care about monarchies and frankly is annoyed by them. And yet it's still a thing. And I'd love to chat. I feel like there's a certain age at which there started to be a princess phase in a young girl's development, just general across the board. I'm a millennial, but I'm on like the upper range of millennials. So I, I missed this phase, but I feel like a lot of younger millennials, ones that were about like five when Beauty and the Beast came out, they're the ones who started this whole Disney marketing push towards Disney princesses are a brand, they're a thing, they're your birthday party, they're what you want for Christmas. And so I feel like these movies are being written and being created by and and for this younger group of women who had this princess phase and even though they probably don't actually want to be princesses in real life unless they're like jasmine and they're like i, I got my own money i don't need no man you know they're um actually i should say <laughs> tiana is, is actually a better even more a so, better yes, princess yes, yes. to look up to i feel like these royalty movies are really specifically for very young millennials and like Y and Z generation who had that sort of princess wish fulfillment when they were very young. That's interesting because honestly, we because we didn't talk about this beforehand. Mm-hmm. I thought being because we're so many years apart, I am on the tail end of Gen X because, well, as if you can't tell from my sarcastic nature, I read these as much more being for my peers who are just a few years older than me who really fell for the princess die thing Mm. and not to say there's not the chunk whatever two decades three decades younger who Mm. went wild for the Meghan markle thing and who was in between kate i definitely was one of those people who went to the pub and watched the royal wedding of william and kate at 3 a.m with my girlfriends exactly i feel like that's more what they're rather i'm not denying the disney princess factory that's a thing but I think these much more trade in that, let's say, faux real life, like somewhere between reality show and Meghan Markle and Princess Di Like world. the fantasy of the Princess Grace Kelly of Monaco royal yes, wedding, yes, yes, all yes, the yes, beautiful yes. gowns thing. No, and I, and I I get, look, I was I was told by my mom that I needed to learn 
uh, fine art and classical music to impress rich girls in the crappy town I grew up in. Uh, it turned out that it was much more important to know Marx Brothers movies to impress their dads. But <laughs> it's a fact. I get that part of it. It's the marrying up in station. I don't, I mean, I don't get it. I get the thought process. I don't get the impulse. Mm -hmm. And I, I think... An important thing to bring up about these specific royalty movies is it's not Cinderella. Yes, these girls are marrying royalty, but the prince always very specifically says, you know, I don't want you to give up who you are. I don't want you to give up your career. I just want you to live in my palace with me and love me and uh, use the taxpayer money to buy yourself some amazing gowns, even though you're probably going to wear cowboy boots or sneakers with yeah, them. Yeah, the prince always, it's almost a reverse Roman holiday where it's, it's they want to escape the palace. They want to live with the common people and then they can bring a little bit of the common people in with them I guess is is what it is it's just such a weird thing where it's like I'm the common person that the rich person wants or something and I've had discussions just recently and I, I think it's because I've heard discussions shout out to the fraudcast over here about the plot of Aquaman and I it's the idea of the throne and in really only one of these right the christmas prince is the only one that was really a struggle for the crown right yes yeah but there was there was asshole marco or whatever his name was uh who wanted the crown who was like trying to get it from our boy simon simon i know it's some terrible name like that but that's the part when i disengage which is like oh so you're rich and you have power but you want more riches and more power and i'm like i quickly am not interested in and i'm not you know it's not really a bit you know we were talking about where i'm just like no i, I want the i want the people to overthrow this monarchy and maybe that's because i'm a just a big dumb american who loves fourth of july but it's it's just weird to me and I just wanted to discuss that disengagement for me. Mm -hmm. And I find it interesting that a lot of these movies, even though they're in made up countries, you see the royal family actually having some power as opposed to most of the modern royal families other than in Saudi Arabia. They are they're figureheads. They do. I mean, obviously, they live off of taxpayer money and and money from land that they've inherited from their royal ancestors. But they're they're more figureheads and people who do more like goodwill ambassador and volunteerism and that type of thing right and i think that's why i think of princess di and, and Meghan markle and mm -hmm. kate mm -hmm. i would have to think about every time before i name her <laughs> yeah and it's like i but i still make fun of i make fun of your obsession with these things it's it's silly to me these were people that we we straight up shot muskets at to stop giving a damn about and now they have even less power i i mean and i i get it i mean i guess to a certain extent it's it's reality show it's it's kardashians it's kennedy's it's these aspirational i don't have those aspirations maybe it's just what it is i don't know i mean i don't either i just i find prince william and kate middleton's relationship more interesting because she is a finger quotes commoner and it was even a huge deal just a few decades ago uh when prince charles and lady di got a divorce because it's like oh no we don't do that you know like if you guys have been watching yeah, the we, crown on netflix uh we like, don't do you know? that really because i'm pretty sure they invented a whole church to do that i understand that they invented divorce <laughs> i get that but um it was like this 
thing with the royal family where like i was saying if you watch the crown you learn that queen elizabeth's younger sister couldn't marry a guy who had been divorced uh, because sure. of the the royal rules upholding the, the heads of the church I, of england I and no 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 i i, I understand no. henry was the first head of the church of england no and i i, I maybe i was just i was raised to thumb my nose at authority constantly so i'm just annoyed at it and i'm a, i like to cause trouble so like i don't like if somebody said you're not allowed to get a divorce i'm like i actually love my wife but we're getting a divorce because fuck you all mm-hmm. <laughs> like that's just that's my i not like i'm bragging and uh but you know that's that's my punk rock roots you know mm-hmm. i i just you tell me not to i will and um also i feel like part of it is kate and william basically had the oscars of marriage because we have like a couple like rock star movie star big weddings but this is like old school children singing in a chapel where like well, i mean that's they, what the lady chapel died. that they got that's married the in was I remember so that. old they don't have bathrooms there wow yeah that is an old yeah. ass church they just you just, take, just wear a diaper just step outside and pee in the gutter yep. just like everybody else did since the black death <laughs> why was yeah. everybody getting sick um mm-hmm. yeah no i mean and i only give a damn about megan markle because i watched the shit out of suits so on these bonus episodes, I have asked Paula to prepare a game. I know nothing about it. Uh, I promise it's a game. Who cares? I'm not winning anything anyway. Why do I cheat? I like playing games. So Paula, what's uh, this episode's game? Today's game is called Lifetime or Hallmark. Oh, Christ. Sorry, Hallmark. (laughs) So I've prepared a list of 12 films. I'm going to read you the title and the logline. And for those of you who don't know, a logline is a sentence or two description of the plot. Yeah, it's like, what was it? If you're very old, it's what used to be written in TV Guide. Mm -hmm. And you'll have to tell me if you think it is a Lifetime film or a Hallmark film. Ooh, okay. So uh, I'll give you a second to just prepare on your things i'm gonna for the people at home also for myself to get my my head in the right place hallmark tends to be earnest as we talked about uh Mm -hmm. if family if we've had very little jesus christmas but i feel like if a church is involved it's going to be hallmark if it's uh wacky if it gets weird if time travel is involved I think it's going to be lifetime. These are these are my thoughts in my head. They tell you to think these things things through when you're on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. I'm thinking them through now for your own edification while you listen to me and do your dishes. All right, I'm ready. And in the interest of keeping things random, I have just listed the titles in alphabetical order. Also how you keep it real. Let's do it. <laughs> the first film is 12 Wishes of Christmas. A woman must set things right when a mysterious lady named Noelle grants her 12 wishes and they magically come true for Christmas. I was not 100% sure until I heard the name Noelle. Lifetime. You're correct. It's Lifetime. Christmas Around the Corner. A savvy venture capitalist from New York City escapes to a quaint town in Vermont for the holidays and becomes a guest of the Fortenberry Bookstore. She immediately takes on the challenge to revitalize the store, but clashes with the owner, who initially rejects all her proposed improvements. There's only one company that has the balls to rip off Shop Around the Corner so bad that they reference it in the title, and that's Hallmark! It's Lifetime. Damn it! The film is Christmas Pen Pals. (laughs) Following an unexpected breakup... Dating app creator Hannah heads home for the holidays. She reluctantly makes a deal with her dad to sign up for the town's Christmas Cupid program, an anonymous holiday pen pal service. I don't know a year. I feel like it's fairly recent. Uh, I feel like only Hallmark is this stupid about modern technology. It's lifetime. Damn it! Damn you, Alphabet. Hitched for the holiday, an attractive pair agrees to be each other's supposed significant other throughout the holidays to keep their meddling families at bay. I swear there was like a big budget movie that was this exact plot. Mm-hmm. 
I'm just going to play the odds now. Hallmark. Yes, it is Hallmark. There we go. The film is Love at the Thanksgiving Day Parade. Wait, what did you say? Lava, the Thanksgiving Day Parade? Because I'm in 100% with a volcano ruins the Thanksgiving Day Parade. Love at the Thanksgiving Day Parade. Damn it. Wrong network. Okay. Yeah, Sci-Fi's Lava, the Thanksgiving Day Parade will premiere in 2019. Emily, in charge of the Chicago Thanksgiving Day Parade, starts working with Henry, whose job it is to reduce the parade's budget. Oh, oh uh, only Hallmark is this cynical. Hallmark. Yes, Hallmark. Yes. Romance at Reindeer Lodge. <laughs> I want to have the balls to write that title. Go on. Molly and Jared have sworn off partaking in holiday activities, but find themselves stranded at a Christmas-themed ranch over the holidays. So it's 40 days and nights, but Christmas. It's you're, you're abstaining from Christmas stuff, but we're being tempted by Christmas stuff. I guess. I th that's what I read. Um, It's got to be Lifetime. It's Hallmark. Damn it. If you guys haven't catched on to this, I purposefully picked Hallmark movies that sound like Lifetime. How dare you? And Lifetime movies well, that sound now like I will, Hallmark. Now I will just double guess myself. Great. Oh, good. I'm going to, my brain is going to, my ears are going to start smoking like a robot that's been presented a paradox by Captain Kirk. Thanks. The film is Sleigh Bells Ring. A busy Are you listening? A busy single mother begins organizing her city's Christmas parade. While prop hunting, she finds a beautiful sleigh that seems to have a mind of its own, and it begins nudging her back to an old flame. Yes, I want to see this so bad. Herbie the Love Sleigh? Yes. Oh, yes. wow. That has to be Lifetime. It's Hallmark. What? Hallmark. Good job, Hallmark. The film is The Christmas Gift. Oh, God, I already hate it. Because like, <laughs> I just think of the Christmas shoes. A reporter seeks the boy who sent her a memorable secret Santa gift when they were kids. With the blessing of her editor, she uses all her journalistic skills to track him down so she can thank him in person. It's because it's obviously Hallmark, but now you have me on tilt. <sighs> I'm going to stick with it. I'm going to trust my gut. Hallmark. It's lifetime. Damn it. <laughs> You're the worst. <laughs> That's why you live with me. I Absolutely. If you weren't the worst, you wouldn't live with me. The film is The Mistletoe Promise. Two strangers who don't enjoy Christmas make a pact to deal with holiday events together. I love this movie. It's better than the other one earlier that had almost the same plot. Lifetime. Hallmark. Damn it! Okay. <laughs> Are they all Hallmark? Have I lost track? Okay, go on. The film is Twelve Trees of Christmas. Shh. Lifetime! Yes, it is Lifetime. Yes! I'm just playing the odds, but tell me what it's called. Cherie rallies the residents of her beloved Manhattan neighborhood to participate in a Christmas tree contest when her cherished local library is abruptly set for demolition. Oh my God, there's so many moving parts of that. Yes, I didn't write these. These are from IMDb. No, I'm not. I'm not that, that was not, that was me just processing. That is a lot of moving parts. Okay, this is the last one. So far, J-Dobbs has gotten four out of 12. Oh man, okay. A winner takes all. Winner takes all. Last uh, last score wins. Team with the ball. I'm the quarterback. Come on, let's do it. Fair game. The film is Desperately Seeking Santa. Holy shit. Jennifer, an executive running promotions at a failing Boston mall, comes up with a genius promotional gimmick. Hold a hunky Santa contest to replace the old mall Santa. Hunky Santas. Hunky Santa contest. I feel like hunky Santas involve shirts off, and I feel like that goes too far for Hall too far for Hallmark. For all the marbles, lifetime. I cheated its free form. How dare you? <laughs> no, turn that video off. Oh my god. Okay. 
was it? What do you? What would you think it was? I would think it was Lifetime. Okay. Okay. I will take it. Mm. How dare you with your cheating ways? I'm sorry. I thought that would be funny. It is funny. And it's it's honestly, funny. And it's a really fun it's movie. It's funny. And I liked it, a lot. it was twelve. Well, we talked uh, in a pre talk on the other one about a 12 hunks of christmas what was this one called again this was called desperately seeking santa oh yeah that blew my damn mind who is referencing madonna in their santa movies mm-hmm. i'm kind freeform. of freeform freeform's movies tend to be a little and i'm using finger quotes edgier because they are made for tv christmas movies but they tend to have ones where you see a couple who aren't married who live together you actually see people kissing but, I mean, during the movie as free, the end of it freeform was pretty little liars right i mean it went back when it was abc family right yeah i think so i think so yeah, yeah. and this one was made when it was abc family but they're still yeah no no they, little, no but they, yeah but yeah they they are they are the less naughty wb or mm-hmm. not wb yeah cw cw mm-hmm. thank you i'm so old <laughs> <laughs> and abc family made the best made for tv christmas movie of all time 12 dates of christmas you guys should all check that out it's on hulu oh i thought you just meant all of bunheads Bunheads is, is not a Christmas movie. Bunheads is Christmas for me. It's wonderful. If you no, honestly, I was making a joke, but honestly, if you love the marvelous Miss Maisel, mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of people don't know to go back and check out Bunheads because it's a terrible title. It really is, but it is Amy Sherman Palladino, and it's it's a wonderful remix of Gilmore Girls. Mm-hmm. A- and I don't give a damn about dancing, and I was brought almost to tears at least once by a dance routine on that show and that's a huge thing for me to admit to be honest i agree i loved gilmore girls i loved both seasons of the marvelous mrs Maisel. i loved bunheads you're not wrong and i was a ballet dancer when i was a kid so i have a little more skin in the game i feel like bunheads has been lost in the translation it's it, it's been marvelous miss Maisel from the lady who did gilmore girls and i love me some gilmore girls mm-hmm. but bunheads go back and find that thing I think there was at least a Christmassy thing. I, they must have done a Sugar Plums Fairy or something. I don't remember. I think they did. So if you have any thoughts about the overabundance of royalty in these made-for-TV Christmas films, please let us know. Tweet us at Mary Pitchmas or me at Gangrene Jean or J-Dobbs at J-Dobbs Royal. So we'd love to hear your thoughts. Yeah, especially if you want to just destroy and tear down the walls of the monarchy and just boil them in oil or bring back uh tarring and feathering i'm in or if you just want to tell me whose wedding dress you liked better kate or megan's i'm here for that conversation i will pass merry pitch with everyone and don't forget reluctant princess christmas movies beats reluctant prince christmas movies also don't forget that strange women lying in ponds distributing swords is no basis for a system of government just because a warrior gives you a sword oh don't do the accent